Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome to this podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here as we are kicking off another season of Southern Race Week Radio, the podcast, the second episode, the second installment of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Alfie. Appreciate all you loyal podcast listeners out there who are listening to us via iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we really would appreciate it while you're there to hit the subscribe button. So that way you know when the latest installment of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast is available for you because once it's up and available, you will get a notification to let you know it's ready to be listened to. So we really appreciate all you loyal podcast listeners. And don't forget to head on over there to iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud and listen to any of our previous episodes of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. But we have another star-studded edition of the uh, podcast coming up for you this week here. I'll let you know who will be on the program here in just a matter of moments. But uh, we do have our what we like to call our racing recap as we take a look at all the action that happened over the weekend at the Clash at the Coliseum, this, uh, the second annual Clash at the Coliseum. And i got to tell you, very exciting uh, racing, not only in the uh, qualifying, but also the heat races, the, the last qualifying races, and then the main event that took place uh, Sunday at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. And I really enjoyed it. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm becoming a fan of this uh, Bush Clash race being held at the L.A. Coliseum. It really gives those West Coast NASCAR fans a great opportunity because obviously NASCAR doesn't come out to the L.A. area often except the one time at Auto Club Speedway where they'll be racing here in, in just a couple of weeks when the uh, season kicks off. In fact, it'll be the last time that we'll race on the Auto Club Speedway on its current configuration because I do believe, whether it's next year or the year after, I'm not sure, there's a lot of word going about when this project will be done, but Auto Club Speedway will become a short track race over the next few years. Once they get all the construction and all the reconfiguration done on the Auto Club Speedway. But it should be exciting racing once it becomes another short track that's on the schedule because I know a lot of fans out there really are fans of the short track racing. So hopefully uh, Auto Club Speedway will give them another opportunity to uh, see some more short track racing uh, out there on the West Coast. But uh, let's uh, let's kind of uh, wrap it up real quickly of what happened uh, at the Clash uh, over the weekend. As uh, how about this Martin Truex Jr., who didn't win a race at all last season, able to kick off the season. Although it's a non-point race, still has got to be great momentum going into the season here in just a couple of weeks when we fire him up there at Daytona for the running of the Great American Race at Daytona 500. But still, very exciting stuff for um, for Martin Truex Jr. to be able to pick up that win at the LA Coliseum and start off the season. Uh, with the win, which is something he was not able to do uh, last year. So very, very exciting news there for um, our man in the number 19 ride, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, Austin Dillon was your runner-up, and Kyle Busch was the uh, top three who made the— and this is something new they did as well. They had a a, a stand for first, second, and third place, and they actually gave out medals for the uh, Clash of the Coliseum. So very, very cool uh, with that. So congratulations there to Martin Truex Jr., your winner of the uh, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum race there, the the Bushlight Clash at the L.A. Coliseum. Uh, before we kick off what's going on this week on the podcast, 
Just a little bit of tidbits of news we want to uh, pass along to you. In case you did not heard, Kevin Harvick announced uh, this past Sunday that he'll join the Fox Sports booth as an analyst for the NASCAR's NASCAR coverage starting next year in 2024. Harvick announced on January 12th that he will retire from Cup Series competition at the end of the season. The 47-year-old veteran now has his plans set for his post-driving career, and he shed light on those uh, intentions in the network's uh, pre-race show for Sunday's Bush-like clash at the Coliseum. Of course, he'll be joining uh, Clint Boyer as well as Mike Joy up there in the booth uh, beginning next year. So congratulations there on Kevin Harvick as he'll now uh, move on over to the booth after hanging up the uh, hanging up his helmet as he'll wrap up a full-time career uh, in NASCAR this year. Also, Legacy Motor Club's Jimmy Johnson announced uh, this past Sunday on Fox that he will enter NASCAR's Cup Series inaugural Chicago Street Race. Johnson has planned to return to the Cup Series on a part-time basis this year, driving the number 84 Chevrolet in select events. That limited schedule now includes the circuit's first-ever event on a downtown street course on July 2nd, and also he will be attempting to qualify for the upcoming Daytona 500. How about that? That's so weird to say that Jimmy Johnson, the seven-time champion, now has to qualify to get into this upcoming uh, Daytona 500. So uh, there's a little bit of tidbit of uh, racing news as well as our racing recap from all the action at the Los Angeles Memorial uh, Coliseum. But coming up here on the podcast, another great star-studded edition. In just moments, we'll hear from Lenny Batiki, the host of PRN of the track. He has the latest in short track news. And also, we'll hear from a couple of winners a couple of weeks ago at Chris Motorsports Park during their Speed Week event here this year, as we'll hear from Bubba Pollard and Emma Britt. All that coming up for you this week here on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Brandon Hutchison, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself as we continue with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Zoom, the Food Depot Zoom line. As uh, we always love to talk about the grassroots of racing with one of our gurus when it comes to the short track program around the United States of America. He is the host of PRN at the track, where you can listen to on your local PRN station or as a podcast available for you at GoPRN.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Lenny Batiki. Oh, Alfie, what a way to start off 2023 with talking with you and hearing that awesome introduction. Thanks for having me on. I, I, a guy from Greenville Pickens has started calling me the governor of grassroots racing. So it's unelected, but, you know, I'm I'm here. You know what? We'll, we'll have to roll with that then. The governor of grassroots racing, <laughs> Lenny Patiki, and also the host of PR End of the Track. Uh, Lenny, as always, we really appreciate you when, when you take the time to uh, join us here, especially as we kick off a new season here of uh, Southern Race Week Racing here. As we, we get set to kick off a lot of racing, not only the NASCAR and NHRA and IndyCar, but of course we've had a lot of grassroots racing, especially during the off season. Uh, with everything that was going on at Five Flags Speedway and then everything that's going on here earlier part of the season. I know for our home track of Atlanta Motor Speedway, we held an event a few weeks ago. We got one coming up on Saturday as well. So I'm uh, very excited to see racing starting to kind of uh, really pick up. And, and for you, 
as you get set to cover another season of, of grassroots racing for yourself, what are you looking forward to the most as you kind of gaze through your calendar of 2023? Because I know you love to get out there and, and venture and visit a lot of these tracks and see a lot of these events and races. So for you personally, what are you kind of uh, pimp, uh, excited and, and fired up to see uh, this year? I'll, I'm fired up to see uh, how much more exciting Atlanta Motor Speedway can be than it was last year for that uh, first race. But this new car, this tweak that they've done over the offseason, can't wait to get back to AMS. It won't be that long before we're back there. And, uh, you know, the Ambetter 400 will go green and we'll get to uh, see what we're all hoping we see again. Uh, just a really breathtaking race. But, you know, just the grassroots uh, and Georgia is really uh, we come on and, you know, you're always trying to romance the host and everything like that. When you're in the guest situation, there's no romance needed, man. You guys are the king down there. And you've got Brandon Overton. You got Jonathan Davenport, Bubba Pollard. Uh, I know you've been chatting with Emma Britt, one of the rising stars uh, there. You got Ashton Winger who's winning races. Everybody I just mentioned has won at least once already this year, and we're only into the first moments of the second month of the year. How cool is that? It is very cool. And coming off of Speed Week, which was at Chris Motorsports Park over the weekend, and you mentioned a couple of people we, we do have coming up later on. We're going to speak with Bubba Pollard and Emma Britt, who are two people who got checkered flags uh, during Speed Fest there at, at Chris Motorsports Park. But one of the exciting things I saw about an event was the names that were there big names from the Cup Series? And no, uh, uh, you know we had uh, a lot of NASCAR Cup Series drivers. Chase Elliott was out there here, another Georgia driver that took part in that. Um, and, William and Byron, that, William Byron as well. And it's great to see a lot of these Cup Series drivers who are getting themselves in these short track events because not only does it bring attention to some of these to these races as well, but I think for those up and coming drivers. They really have an opportunity to see how it, you know, how how those people, you know, Chase Elliott was a participant in Thursday Thunder in AMS and kind of grew up in that world. And now to see him racing and William Byron the same way in the Cup Series, it must give these drivers a lot of uh, motivation to know that they can get there to that point. If they keep working hard in, in the grassroots program and learn and grow and, 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 and kind of walk and work their way up the ladder. Well, I, I think, you know, for our announcers like us, uh, we've both been able to be around guys like Ken Squire, Doug Rice, Mark Garrow, and such. And when you're around them, you're, you're kind of taking mental notes. How do, how do they do what they do? How do they proceed and, and such? And I think these drivers are getting that opportunity from drivers that have elevated their game all the way up to the top in the Cup Series and, and in the Dirt Series. And in that case, uh, Georgia has them, has them both. Jonathan Davenport won $2 million up there. I wonder what Mitch Rachel spent that on over the Christmas holiday. <laughs> I'm sure that credit card bill was very, very uh very <laughs> well-deserved. She's yeah, exactly. a great lady, so uh, I'm I'm happy for her to you know spend a little of that uh, well earned money that uh, Jonathan made. And another big story from the off season, Lenny. I really want to get your thoughts on this is the Car Store Series. Uh, you had Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, uh, Kevin Harvick, and Justin Marks all joining together to purchase the the Car Store Series. Now I know Dale Jr. participated in a Car Tour event at North Wilkesboro last this last year. He's really been a fan of that Car Tour Series. And he's really brought a lot of attention to that series via a promotion, talking about it, and also participating in an event. What do you think about this move? And, and what do you what do you think this says about short track racing, the Cars Tour Series, and these four big names 
joining together to kind of continue it on and make sure that it's done in the right way, maybe. I, I think that uh, the folks that that purchased it, it's it reflects mostly on them and their love for grassroots racing and their historical perspective on where they came from and what needs to be that fostering uh, mentoring that they can do because they've been so successful in those positions. The Cars Tour is great. You've got the uh, SRL coming up with Ricky Brooks. You've got the guys from the ASA that are going to run down at Five Flags. A lot of good series out there that, uh, you know, appreciate the attention and need the attention. The World of Outlaws, Lucas Oil Series, World Ultimate Super Late Models, all of them. But to have the Cars Tour get this foursome behind it, that's going to reflect on all of grassroots racing. And uh, I certainly uh, I think that it's neat that those boys did that. Speaking with Lenny Patiki here, the governor of grassroots racing and the host of PRN of the track on this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And uh, Ken Reagan, I want to I brag on Ken Reagan a little bit. Over there at Atlanta Motor Speedway, the Bandolero and Legends program. Emma Britt is a part of the Thursday Thunder program. She'll be a part of that this year and racing on Saturday as well. And just as we talk about the Cars Tour Series being that uh, series where, you know, these young kids can learn, grow, and get themselves ready to go on to the next level, uh, the same thing can be said about the, the Legends and Bandolero program and AMS. A lot, you know, there's so many drivers who have participated in Xfinity trucks and the Cup Series as well, who are graduates and alumni of that uh, Thursday Thunder program. Um, I mean, and, and we have Emma Britz there. Jensen Jorgensen is also racing there as well. What do you think of some of the names at that uh, program and also the noise they're making throughout the grassroots program? Because now they're venturing out to other tracks and, and participating in other events and not only um, doing well, but getting checkered flags as Jensen did in Charlotte. He, you know, he got a couple of weeks in a row where he got some wins. And then Emma Britt was in Vegas last year, the bull ring out there racing. And then won this, you know, last weekend at the Chris Motorsports Park. So what do you think about the the kids that are coming up through that program right now and what Ken Reagan has done to prepare them for that next level move up? Well, I, I, you mentioned Jorgensen. we got to mention Taylor as well. She was a track champion over at Five Flags in the Truck Series. Uh, Casey Roderick, who has now moved out of Georgia, but uh, still got his, uh, his start really there at the uh, Thunder Ring, at Thursday Thunder at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I think it goes back to having a guy like Ken Reagan, who is so smooth, been in the Cup Series. He's raced all over the country at the highest level. And for his mentoring, even just a, you know, a sit down with him and to understand through his experience that's that is such gold for these young drivers and, and a real bonus that uh, almost nowhere else in the country has to have a, a mentor and a guiding force like Ken Reagan. And uh, his kid was over there at Chris Motorsports Park, too. I said, kid, David Reagan running. And uh, David sounds like he might just, you know, slide into uh, one of those uh, SRLs or ASAs or Cars Tour cars and uh, get a little more late model action this year. That'd be great. Another season of PRN of the track, Lenny, for all our short track fans out there, you give out a weekly podcast. You always line up some great drivers to talk to and interview. And maybe for some people, they might just be getting to know uh, for the first time. So if our listeners want to follow along and keep up what's going on with the governor of short track racing, grassroots racing, peer into the track, where can they go to to listen to the podcast weekly and, and keep up with what's going on in the grassroots world? Here are our shows posted uh, beginning every Thursday night at goprn.com. And please give us a follow on Twitter. Even if you're not a big Twitter fan, hit PRNs at the track on Twitter. 
We'll push out a lot of information that will get you up to date on all of grassroots racing. Hey, listeners, this is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, everyone, welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week. I'm WB, and as always on the show, we'd like to bring somebody on here that can make the show sound good and sound like we can, you know, have got some connections, and none other than the master of the Asphalt Short Track Super Series is none other than on the Food Depot Highline, Bubba Pollard. Welcome back to the show, sir. Oh, I appreciate you having me on. Bubba, you've been on a uh, been on quite a, a roller coaster of uh, of wins and a roller coaster of seasons over the last couple of years. And I know I say last couple of years because you know the last year for me has just been kind of like on the sidelines. But I've been keeping an eye on you, and it seems like you've had. Some real good luck with getting some great teams and great great equipment um, uh, under you and around you, and it's really helped to uh, make your season where you you've got a you know you've not that you've ever didn't have a first class looking operation, but it looks like you've got different sponsors from time to time and a, and a different car look like you've got a whole shop full of fleet of cars now. What's going on, man? Well, I don't know about that, but we we're trying to get some pickups and sponsors at, at different places and and um, get as much help as we can. You know, uh, the last couple of years we've kind of bounced around, did a, quite a few different things, and we've had a lot going on with the racetrack over here at New Sonora Raceway and uh, kids growing up and uh, just <clears throat> a lot going on. So we've we've been bouncing around different races. Uh, we won some races, but we hadn't focused on racing in the last couple of years. But we're uh, we're ready to get back going here in twenty three and um and put all our focus back on the racing and see if we can't win some more races so we're excited about the year and uh, it's, it's pretty good to get get started with a win at, at cordial at watermelon capital this past weekend so it's been really good year uh start season for us sonora raceway and a uh, big congratulations to you and your family uh y'all have done a marvelous job and i will say the only thing that you're missing you know, y'all have added camping and, and RV and, and all this other stuff. And really, the only thing you're missing is an airstrip or maybe a helicopter pad. How about that? Well, we had the helicopters out there. I don't know if you missed that the last race. So uh, we, we've taken care of the helicopters. Too. We're going to give helicopter rides next year, as a matter of fact. Really? So oh. we, can make, we can make anything happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get a Ferris wheel and call it a damn theme park, brother. I mean, come on. Well, listen, man. Um, you know, um, I went by. I've been by Five Flag Speedway. Um, shoot, it feels like a hundred times last year because you know, being that I couldn't talk, um, you know, and I stepped down from a lot of the duties that I had as a manager, um, so it gave me a little more free time to be able to just kind of work from abroad. Um, but um, you know, but with Five Flag Speedway and and with all the other tracks that are coming out in Crisp and 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 as you say, Watermelon Capital. What are some of the tracks that, that we can look forward to seeing you on this year on the schedule in 2023 uh, that maybe, you know, aren't outside of those those normal ones that we see you on? Yeah, we we really got a, a big schedule planned. You know, we, we tra- we're on a travel up to the Midwest a lot and, and race uh, in, in Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, all those places. We went out to California earlier this year. We'll go back hopefully to Maine. Uh, to run the Oxford 250, and then you know we'll we'll run um, uh, Hickory Motor Speedway, which is historical place, and also another historic place we're going to race at for the first time. Well, for the second time is uh, North Wilkesboro. Um, mm-hmm. You know NASCAR is bringing it back, spending a lot of money on that place. So uh, we'll, we're going to get to race at 
quite a few different places this year. Uh, we're excited about that. Well, if anybody that's just joined us here, I got Bubba Pollard on the on Food Depot Highline here. Bubba, if somebody wanted to find you, follow you, uh, and get in touch with you, what's the best place to point them to uh, just far as social-wise or keeping up with you? Yeah, we got all social media platforms, Twitter, at Bubba Pollard 26, and Instagram. Um, you know, we'll have our schedule up. Uh, we got everything done with the scheduling uh, on BubbaPollard.com here. Uh, this week and we'll also have some new apparel coming out so uh, just everyone get on get online check it out and also check out Sonoy Raceway 1969 um, we got a lot of races and big events planned throughout the year uh, at the racetrack and really excited to get it and uh, we, we look forward to our Peach State Classic that we have every November um, it's getting bigger and better every year so uh, that's the goal uh, with a lot of fan support uh, that we've had over uh, the last two years has really made it to a big uh, event. So we're, we're excited about that, and hopefully we'll come out and check us out. Bubba, if somebody wanted to, uh, you know, maybe sponsor your car, is there a different channel or different email or different something that somebody might need to reach out to you, or can they just DM you on your um, Instagram or Twitter or something? Yeah, just uh, we, we'll have a – we're actually putting out a sponsorship package deal that will be online um, uh, that will have some contact information. Uh, and uh, check us out on Facebook there and just send us a message. We'll be more than happy to, if you see a race that's on our schedule that fits in your area that you want to be on the side of the race car, we'll be more than happy to to, uh, to have you there. And then we're also looking for sponsorship and, and sponsors. There's sponsor classes and billboards and different opportunities at the racetrack for companies to come and advertise and, and um, you know, also take their employees out for a weekend. So, um, we do, we have that Sonoy Raceway and we have different, uh, rides. We can give them two seater ride in a, in a super late mall. So, uh, we're excited about that. And, uh, we have a lot of things going on that, that can, you know, that are appealing to companies. So, uh, just anyone that wants to get involved, we'll be more than happy to have them. Now, Bob, I will say, as we get ready to wrap up here, I, I was quite impressed that whenever, uh, last year, I believe it was some, some rain was predicted to come in. And um, I saw pictures where the 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 team at Sonoy was laying down these big giant tarps across the racetrack in certain parts to make sure that they didn't get washed away or affected or whatever else. And you know how you got companies to sponsor those tarps uh, and have their name and logo on there is just I mean y'all got a, obviously a great a great sales department over there. And I'm just joking. I didn't know if there was a name on there or not. Well, we have a lot of great people on our team and we've been very fortunate over the last two years to, to um, you know, surround ourselves by great people. Um, it's, it's been there, done it, uh, knows a lot of people and uh, it makes our job a lot easier and makes us look good. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes that, that make it all happen. So can't thank those guys enough and all our staff and everyone that's been a part of Sonora Raceway to, to, to make it a, a great two years and, you know, hopefully we can, we can keep it going and, and, and make it better. And, and, and it, the biggest thing is we want a, a family environment. You, could, you can bring your family to come out, have some fun and get home at a decent hour. We really strive on getting home at, or getting done with the races at least by 10 o'clock. So uh, that's a goal of ours. And, um, you know, if you're a family looking to have a good time, check us out on Saturday night. Hey, it's Austin Hill and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we continue on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here. 
via the Food Depot Zoom line, and she's off to a great start in 2023 with already two checkered flags on the year and some big plans coming up in 2023. Let us know about it. And also a great local Georgia driver as well that we love to spotlight here on Southern Racing Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Bandolero Driver from the great state of Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Miss Emma Britt. Miss Britt, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Racing Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yes, I am. How about you? Doing great, doing great, and we're glad to have you here on the program to kick off our new season of Southern Race Week Radio. Now, we talked to you as we kind of wrapped up the year last year in 2022, where you made some great noise. You are a participant in Thursday Thunder at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Also, you're out there in Vegas racing at the Bull Ring uh, last year as well, which you got a lot of exposure, a lot of experience out there. But to kick off the year here in 2023, you have really shown how much you have progressed and grown in the sport. You got a checkered flag at Atlanta Motor Speedway a few weeks ago as they had an event there. And then also just uh, this past weekend, you went into Speed Fest over there at Chris Motorsports Park and came away and came away with a checkered flag there um, as well. So let's uh, let's kind of talk about each individual event. Tell us about that. Uh, when you had Atlanta Motor Speedway just a, a few weeks ago. How was that event for you? It was very good. We had a very solid weekend. We had practice that week Thursday, and Friday we drove up to Charlotte for the banquet, and then we drove back that night, that Friday, and Saturday we had our race, and we qualified. I got lucky and got pole, and I let every lap of our future but I really enjoyed it with all the lovely people that work there. I got to see them and it's been a while and that's what made it really good. Now, Ken Reagan, he's done a great job over there with that Legends and, and Bandolero program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. He really prides himself on really teaching you young kids racing and hopefully moving up the ladder. There's been so many drivers who are currently in the Cup Series who came from that Legends and Bandoleros program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So what's it like working with the staff, the crew there, and even some of your competitors that you have out there? What have you learned from your years of, of racing the Thursday Thunder at AMS? I've definitely learned a lot. I've definitely learned that just racing honestly the the way that it is now i really love it i love the friendship that i've made the teammates and just the hard racing of you can race super hard with somebody and that'd be like your best friend and you get out and you'd be like congratulations it's just i love how the racing community is now and the people that work there it's so special to build bonds like so, like some of those people that have worked there worked there since I've started racing and they've always just been nothing but friendly to me. Uh, speaking with Bandolero Driver from the great state of Georgia, Emma Britt on this week's edition of Sunday Racing Radio. And this past weekend, you went to Chris Motorsports Park, a big deal there, Speed Fest, and came away with a checkered flag there as well. Your event was among many events that happened there. Some of the biggest names in racing, I saw a picture there you had with, with Bubba Pollard who also won uh, this past weekend as well. So what's it like when you see some of these Cup Series drivers, big names in, in the short track world, all kind of assembled in one place to to race against each other. Is it an opportunity for you to kind of introduce yourself, maybe get some pointers, some advice from some of these drivers that maybe you look up to and, and hope to strive to, to be like one day? Yes, I love events like that that we have when we race on the same days of those big drivers besides like Thursday Thunder and stuff, because then I get to really see how they started and how they got to where they are now and got to really meet them and hear their story. And it's like 
Bubba Pollard and all of them. It was so nice to get to watch them race and meet them. And it was just a blast. I loved it so much. I got to talk to him right after my race and then right after his. And it was something I'll never forget. Now, we're just wrapping up the, the month of January here as we get into February. I know you have a lot of plans for 2023. I know you'll be a part of Thursday Thunder coming up here uh, during the summer. And then also you guys will have a Bandolero event at Atlanta Motor Speedway during race weekend after the Saturday uh, doubleheader. What's that like when you race under the lights at Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, during that race weekend? Because not only do a lot of maybe fans who don't know much about you or maybe the Bandolero program has an opportunity to watch you guys, but you guys, you got some big names there who are in town as well from the Cup Series trucks and Xfinity as well. So what's it like to maybe see maybe some of those Cup drivers or NASCAR guys come over and maybe watch some of the event and maybe see what you guys are all about as well. It's awesome. I love every bit of it. My favorite are like the March races in the July when they all come down to Atlanta Motor Speedway to run. And I love the ones where we can run the same day as them and get to see all the people in the stands because they haven't opened back up the stands during Thursday Thunder since COVID hit. And when seeing all those people in the stands and them get to watch the short track racing and the people from NASCAR get to watch because 70% of NASCAR drivers actually did start in the legends and bandoleros get to watch kind of how they start. I feel like that's really cool. I love it a lot. Now I know you have a big year plan as we were kind of discussing off the air before we came on for the interview, but uh, kind of give our listeners a bit of a preview of what they can look forward to besides what you'll be doing at Atlanta Speedway during Thursday Thunder and then other events that they'll be holding at AMS. What other plans do you have as far as your racing schedule for the year? So right now we're about to dive into Atlanta Motor Speedway's Furious Five, which contains five series, five races in the series before Thursday Thunder, and we will be running for a national championship. We'll be at nationals in about two weeks, which is a week full of racing in Florida. We'll be t- probably be running the summer shootout in Charlotte. We're going to have a lot of traveling this year, and by the end of the year, we're hoping to be in a legend car or some testing some dirt and late model stuff. Now, if our listeners will follow along with your progress, kind of keep up with uh, your racing schedule for the year, maybe even purchase merchandise or whatever available, uh, where can our listeners go to kind of follow along with you and keep up with what's going on with you in 2023? So my Twitter, my Instagram, and TikTok is EmmaBritt38, but my Facebook is EmmaBritt Racing, and we just released some new merchandise. I actually have one of the shirts on right now. We have hats. We have hoodies. We also have some special autism awareness stuff out it is amazing i love for y'all to go check that out and also you can keep up with me on all those social medias as well we post every race and before every race and give updates at qualifying and etc hey this is brandon jones and you're listening to southern race week all right welcome back to this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio for you here along the far flung southern race week radio network at southie as we wrap up this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio once again thanks to lenny patiki bubba pollard and emma Britt, all for joining us this week here on a Southern Reach Week Radio is once again joined by our fearless leader, the captain of the ship here is uh, William Barber, as he's joining us here via the Food Depot Zoom line from his home there in Henry County. Everyone's excited for the Ambetter Health 400 race weekend coming up in March, and William has an opportunity for uh, you to score some tickets. And then also he's got a special, uh, something special that might be happening as well during race weekend for some of our winning listeners as well. William. But you don't, yep. you don't have anything uh, official yet that you can announce to us, but well, but, you are, but you are guaranteeing the listeners that something amazing if, will happen. If you get 
lucky enough to win some tickets to our suite for Sunday's race, you can guarantee that there will be some type of uh, celebrity or some type of person to stop by and see us and everything like that. Um, you can guarantee last year we had uh, Bradley Gilbert. You never know who's going to stop by. But I want to thank Eyeballs, dot com for being a great sponsor of us today. And also I want to thank Spectrum Resorts down in Gulf Shores and Orange Beach for being great sponsors. And, of course, foodepot.com, foodepot grocery stores all across Georgia. And for information on how to win those tickets and everything that's going on with uh, race weekend, and, of course, William's got a special other a bunch of other good things he's got planned to give away this year. Just make sure you like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. Uh, and we'll give you information on how to enter and win. And don't forget about the podcast. This week's edition of this program will be available for you on Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Make sure you hit the subscribe button as you download and listen to the latest episode of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Uh, we're out the door. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll catch back up with you next week here with an all-new edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Do you come from a land down under?